This is exactly right. Gals, non-binary pals, welcome to Bananas. That's Scotty Landis. That's Kurt Brownoller. Sorry we were a week late on this one. I was traveling for a wedding. It delayed. It screwed everything up. But we appreciate you sticking with us on Stitcher Premium. We love doing the mini-sodes because they are your stories that you email or message us. And then we tell the ones that we really enjoy. It's that simple. It's that simple. It's an easy concept Two buds chatting about That's fun it. stuff. Uh, it's Scott, as how you if doing? I'm good. I'm really good. It's. Uh, I was going to say it's as if we were sitting in a corner of a of a dark bar a little before the crowd comes in. You get that first drink. That's the feel we're going for for minisodes. And tonight I'm heading over to Don Antonio's. I don't know if you've ever been to Don Antonio's. No. What's that? It's, it's a, it's a great Mexican restaurant on Pico over sort of in the... It's it's not all the way over in Santa Monica, but it's over in that direction. And it's a delight. Fish tanks everywhere. Ugh. Margarita glasses with cactus arms on the, on the oh, stems. Yes. Chips, and salsa. If I had unlimited resources, I, I would live in a house that mm. was all fish tanks. I love that. All, like every wall yes. is a fish tank. Okay? Yeah. That yeah. is, mwah. and then there's, and then there's like another level above it mm. where just like people live to take care of the fish. So we're talking like I live in an aquarium. So there's a full setup, but it's yeah. above my house. So all those people there, they do research. Things are happening. You know, it's not just that I have a bunch of fish. Yeah, uh, animals are being bred Ooh. out of. Uh, extinction, okay? We're not talking about woolly mammoths, but maybe some special sharks, you know what I'm talking about here? I do know what you're talking about. I went to the Bahamas before the Great Quar for a TV for a Quibi show called Bad Ideas. Yeah, rest in peace Quibi. They did pay for me to travel to Peru and the Bahamas before they went out of business, so we'll take it. For anybody who's listening who's not in the television business, when when these like digital things pop up where it's Mm. just like, there's $40 billion and the Mm. idea Idea is everything's eight minutes long, mm. and you're just like, and like there's two it's things impossible. that go through my head. Yeah, they're always either one. This is the dumbest thing I've ever heard. <laughs> yes, yeah, usually that. And money is stupid. People with money are dumb. Or two, they know something that all of us, that all of that, all of us, they know something on some deep metadata level that all of us don't know. And it's usually the former that yeah, they're people always with wrong. money are not in touch with the world. Yeah, the Quibi's whole thing was like you can watch high 4K or 6K content on the comfort <laughs> of your own phone because that's what kids do. And then nobody downloaded it. And then the Great Quar happened. And then everybody went to TikTok and TikTok exploded. TikTok yeah. just had it figured out and Quibi just got left in the, in the dirt. But so we went to the Bahamas because we... The, the concept of bad ideas, now it's on Roku. If you have Roku, go find Bad Ideas Without Boom. a Divine. I'm in the first episode. We've yes. shoot a commercial because we lost a bet. 
So the concept is Adam and a friend go to a, a location, like an international location, and they do the inherent worst idea you can do there. Like we drove an ice cream truck on a road in Peru that people drive off and die. It's a mile high. It's the most dangerous road in oh South America. That kind of stuff. Yeah. So the Mahamas, um, we had a showrunner that we ended up firing because he was totally inept. But before that, he pitched us this idea, and he was like, Adam, Scotty. Uh, lionfish are invasive in the Caribbean. These oh. things are decimating the fish population. Uh, so why don't we hunt them with spears and then f- hand feed them to sharks? And we were like, that sounds like a bad idea. Uh, yeah. Lionfish are very poisonous. It's doing good for the Caribbean. It's actually doing good for the reefs. And then f- hand feeding sharks is an interesting thing to do. <laughs> So we go. Uh, the guest was uh, the WWE diva superstar Lana. Um, okay. Lana, who had only snorkeled once, or scuba dove dived once. Um, and we get there, and there are no lionfish. When I say there are no lionfish, there are zero lionfish. We are in a boat for an entire day. So 12 uh, hours on a boat in the Caribbean, uh, which is not as pleasant as it sounds. So then the next day, the showrunner, who already knew we were going to fire him, like he just was, he was tough. He went and talked to some local fishermen and got like five lionfish. So we were going to fake it, which is never really how you want to do these kind of things. Never, ever, 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 ever. But we were already there. We had already flown talent in. We were already already set up. You already spent 12 hours on a boat for no reason. Turns out I have great sea legs because I didn't get sick. So he goes, we're taking these with us. We're going to have the locals place them near, and then we're going to shoot them with spears, which is the cruelest thing in the world. And yeah. But so on the boat ride out, they were not put in the cooler correctly. So these five invasive <laughs> fish just died. <laughs> so then their big idea was, we'll just shake the cameras and shoot it. So it's as if they're alive. And then we'll place them and, and pull back and we'll get close-ups. And then you guys. So that didn't work. So then they were like, well, let's wow. just hand feed these dead fish to sharks. Yeah. So they start chumming the water. Two days, 24 hours, one shark. One Shark. We had chum buckets. We had everything. It got to the point where we were cracking up laughing at how impossible it is to get attacked (laughs) by sharks. Uh, We were asking the the boat, the guides, the captain, the the first mate, why aren't there sharks? He goes, I don't know. There should be. So then we all have to pee. We're eating two, three meals a day out on this boat. So we just start swimming in chummed water. Well, like it got to the point where we were so certain that we were never going to see sharks that I would dive in the water, pee, swim around, look down. There's just chum in the water and then just hang out because it was too hot on the boat. We never got, we just canned the whole episode. We never used that episode. We put CJ in an episode where we tried to summon a demon. That was actually pretty funny. (laughs) But zero lionfish, zero, one shark. One shark that came, swam around, and then just swam away. Swam away. away. He's just like, I'm bored. 36 hours of shooting for absolutely nothing. We all got sunburned. That's showbiz, baby. Here's the the thing that, because I know I've been in situations like that, and the thing I... I hate about situations like that is there's usually one producer, usually not like a high up producer who's like he's panicking or she's panicking. Yes. And is just like, okay, um, uh, 
how about you guys just improvise about what's going on right now and then you just end up shooting hours of the of un, you you know in your head n- none of this will ever be used but you have to like sit there and try and be funny over and over and over about like the same thing Ugh. and it's so painful so and depressing. so awful and it's so depressing it's and you so know depressing. this isn't good no. I don't like this no one's gonna like this oh that's the worst yeah there's always a fake solution and they did shoot the entire first day they shot the cameras on Adam and Lana as and they had to fake we're seeing sharks we're seeing lionfish oh, we're shooting no. our spears so they just did it over and oh, over and over no. just swimming around with scuba gear on pretending to be nervous scared excited oh. high-fiving cheering yep. that's it the worst that that's the worst part about for nothing we all should have just been by the pool exactly mm-hmm. yeah anyways uh I got one you want me to read you one I am ready this is from Campbell's.soup. Campbell with a K. Campbell's.soup. <laughs> Thank you, Campbell's.soup. Thank you, Campbell's.soup. I believe her name is Carrie, but I might be mistaken. This okay. is the story of the most bananas divorce. Oh. I had a therapist a while back who also did a lot of marriage counseling. Mm-hmm. I asked a few questions because I bet she had heard some crazy arguments. This was like three appointments in. I knew she did marriage counseling, and I knew I was going to be done with her, so it really didn't matter if I asked about her other clients. She gets to that later, why she yeah. got rid of uh, Oh, she goes, I decided to switch therapists. I'll just jump to this part. I decided to switch therapists because this lady had the messiest desk ever. There were probably 1,000 papers on her desk in different piles. I felt like I didn't want to take advice from someone who had a messier desk than I did. Okay? <laughs> okay. You got to draw a line somewhere. You got to yeah. draw a line somewhere. Yeah, I mean, but also, you know, I bet you a lot of smart. As I'm sitting at my very messy desk, <laughs> yeah. I'm like, you know, a lot of smart people maybe have messy desks. <laughs> <laughs> so here it goes. This couple decided to get divorced in her office uh, during a session. So during marriage counseling, this couple decides to get divorced, which is I love that (laughs) fantastic. I do know. I do know. I do know a couple that that happened to. Really, it was like an amical. They just both came to the conclusion at the same time, and they were like, "I guess we're going to get divorced." And the therapist was like, "I think you guys should." That sounds pretty great. Don't you wish every breakup was like that? Right, where it's just like. We, they both agreed, and then there was a an outside source who had been listening to their problems for eight months go, I agree? <laughs> <laughs> you guys are not right for each that's other. That's like the best, that's the best outcome. Yeah, that's amazing. So they decided to get in, in a divorce in her office, and the deciding factor was the way they liked their hot dogs cooked. <laughs> he liked wow. them boiled. She liked them grilled. First During- off. Yeah. We know who's the psychopath. (laughs) Yeah, there's a superior way to (laughs) grill a hot dog. Nobody's ever said the way I... I mean, I guess one person has said, the way I love a hot dog (laughs) is in some greasy, wet water. (laughs) It just That's the way they would do it in like elementary school and middle school basketball game fundraisers is you boil hot dogs and some sweet volunteer mom or dad forks them out and you eat the wettest, soggiest hot dog of your life. (laughs) Still tastes good. Definitely not as good as grilled. Um... They are oh during the argument, the therapist suggested they divide the package of hot dogs 
and grill half and boil the other half. And I guess the guy's only response was no. <laughs> Just hated this this very practical solution for an even number yeah. of packaged yeah. tasty tube steaks. They got in such a heated argument over the cooking methods that it took up the whole hour. And in the end, the guy said, that's it. I'm done. And they agreed to file for divorce. And also the guy was the one who wanted to boil them, right? Yes. Yeah. You, so. Yeah. You. Oh, gosh. Also, don't very let easy. the door hit you on the way out. Yeah, don't let that's right. Don't (laughs) let the doorknob hit you or the good Lord split you. (laughs) The therapist herself was actually a very bad therapist, hence the divorce in her office. And I was going to stop seeing her, but I went to one more appointment (laughs) so that I could get more details on the hot dog couple, which is so funny to just pay for one more therapy session to be like, now wait, how did this end exactly? But also like think about that. I mean, like it obviously it's it's a symbol of something much deeper wrong in the relationship damn right but but um, <laughs> just the idea that yeah. he was be like no all the hot dogs will be boiled yes. or i am out <laughs> yes he wouldn't want to even split he couldn't even stand to be in the room but also why do you own a grill what other foods are you like it's just so obvious that if you own a grill and you like other foods grilled, why are hot? Why do hot dogs have to be boiled? Yeah. It's very strange. Like, no. I don't know. I don't know. I, it's um, but you know, it's on this topic. First off, when you said tube steak, love that you said tube steak. Tasty tube. Uh, and I remember once uh, I was going camping. I was camping with my buddy Joe Feely. Uh, cool. And he said, he was like, I was like, what are we having for dinner, Joe? Because he brought up dinner for the first night. And he's yep. like, tube steaks, pal. And I was like, and I had just never heard that saying yeah. before. And the whole day I was like, so excited. I was like, what are these tube steaks? <laughs> like, I thought maybe it was like, Around. I don't know. Yes, like a tied together, uh-huh. like steak rolled up that you like <laughs> oh, boy. over the fire somehow. And it'd be amazing because he was like a real... A real outdoorsman, and then it's yeah. just fucking hot dogs. Just he, a hot dog over fire. When I fire. told him, he just laughed. He laughed harder than I've ever seen him <laughs> for like 10 full minutes. Yeah, but I mean, uh, I once read that the average American eats 25 hot dogs a year, and I was like, there's no way. And then you start doing the math, and you're like, well, I guess I did have two on the 4th of July. I go to five Dodgers games a year. Uh-huh. And like you start, and you're like, oh, God, maybe, maybe we do. I would never eat hot dogs, but now that I have kids, kids they, they kids eat love hot them. dogs. They're like vacuums. And, yeah, and so I end up, maybe I'll have a couple. Maybe you'll yeah. sneak one. I'll sneak one here and We're there. We're pretty healthy eaters. Uh, and also, just to finish that one off, oh, Campbell's.Soup yeah. said, Also, if you end up using this, I would like a shout-out to America's stepdad, Jim Hesse. Please make that story into a movie, Scotty. I have made so, so many people listen to it. So, Jim Hesse, there's your shout-out, homeboy, and Campbell's Soup. Campbell's.Soup, thank you so much for being a great bananimal. Oh, man, that is great. Honestly, I, uh, I, would, I would divorce that man. Uh, of course, nobody deserves that. Be- because also, like just the, <laughs> just the insistence of all the hot dogs. Do you know what I mean? I know I coming back to it, but come that, back. That to is it. a person who is uh, unable to 
uh, to compromise on anything, on, on, yeah, right. even on the smallest, smallest level. Right. It has nothing to do with hot dogs, probably. probably no, no, no. It had nothing. That was just... Weirdo. It was just the frankfurter that broke the lunatic's back. That guy, <laughs> she's better off without him. I hope she w- went and met a man that only loves grilled foods. That would be a nice ending. <laughs> what is the silliest reason that you've ever broken up with someone? Um, I broke up with someone who was very young for saying really too much on phone calls. <gasps> oh. She would... She would ask a question, what do you want to do this weekend? And I would say, I'll pick you up and we'll go downtown. And she would say, really? And I would say, yeah. And she'd go, really? And i go, yeah, I'll pick you up. And then, you know, we can go get food or something. She'd go, really? And i go, yeah, I'll go get you. Oh, and she would say, really? Awful. Yeah. And so I, you know, I, I was not a writer back then, but I had the same brain. And I would just track it where I would just start putting um, scratch marks, like hash marks to count them. And in a normal 20-minute phone conversation, this was when I was like 14 or 15. I guess I, I guess I was 16. No, I was probably 15. Um, uh, it would be like 25 to 30 times per phone call. Wow. So how? what are you thinking about doing for homecoming? Well, we can split a limo and go with Andre. Really? Yeah. Really? Yeah, that would be fun. What do you, what do you want to do? That, that. Really? Wow. It was crazy. So oh, wow. Yeah, I can, that, that would drive me crazy. It drove well. me insane. So nip that one in the bud at the ripe age of 14 or 15. <laughs> she was pretty, too. It's a shame. Oops. <laughs> How about you? Do you have one that comes to mind? Oh, I don't know. I don't know. There's, there was definitely people who I dated, and I was like, oh... It like soon you'll be a great person. Like in maybe <laughs> like in seven to ten years. Like if you were forty, like this would you would be great because you just need more self confidence. Oh, I see. And I just can't have a conversation. That that is like the problem. Timing the, is everything. Timing, timing is, is everything. everything. Yeah, a lot yeah, of yeah. times, uh, there have been people in life that you look at and they look at you and you're just you think you like each other a lot and the timing is just not. Right, and sometimes you're that yes. person. Sometimes they're that person. Yeah, that's a real like, thing. I wish, I wish time travel existed in this. Again, that's, coming back to it, how much it. I love a time travel romance. I I love it so much. I know. Um, yeah, you need to write a it. YA novel when you have the time that yeah. is about a time traveling person who lives somewhere in the distant future who lives in a former uh, an abandoned aquarium. Oh, I love that. Oh, in an abandoned aquarium. Yeah, like imagine Hunger Games, but Katniss lived in an abandoned (laughs) aquarium in the amusement park district or whatever. But that's like a great that's a great place where in the future it's like, hey, ever, there's no oceans anymore. These might be the last fish. And I live here with Meemaw, <laughs> who can't walk. And Meemaw actually in the past, Meemaw is in love with me because in the past we were uh, we were together, but she's aging and I'm not aging. Yeah. So I like literally we, we were together I like for this. 35 years and now she's in dementia, doesn't remember me, but I'm the same age. Oh, I like that. There it is. Pretty good. That's the heartbreaking uh, stuff about time travel romances that I love. Like, there was one I I read recently, which was about um, it was like a a, a star traveler, you know? (laughs) I say a star traveler, you know, biggest star traveler. (laughs) Biggest dork in the world. (laughs) He was a star traveler, Scotty. (laughs) Star traveler. I'm right there with you. I'm like, boy, I'm never reading this dork ass book. <laughs> but you know, when you go f- like you know, the basic physics thing is when you go fast yes. and far away, yes. uh, time slows down, right? Yep. So people who sure. are like taking long journeys would age slower. 
um, because they right. were like, cryo sleep or some bullshit or whatever. Anyway. Right. So then he would come back to this planet like every every three years or something and had a relationship with a woman on the planet, right. but she was aging in real time and he never aged. Oh boy. And so it was like they had this amazing romance that lasted probably like four decades, but then he had to like watch her die and he was huh. still the same age. That's uh, wild. That's the kind of stuff that like really gets me. So you liked Interstellar then because Interstellar had a lot of that. And I, I like that movie. I, I do. I do enjoy it. I thought it was um, cool. Yeah, that ending is like, oh, that gets me. Again, yeah. going back to the classic of this, The Time Traveler's Wife, the book, not the... I cannot wait for this TV show. <laughs> Are they remaking it? They're making it into a TV show. Unbelievable. Which makes sense. It's going to be a little bit like Quantum Leap or something. I feel Oh, like, that but, makes sense. I mean, I don't know. I made that up. That's my guess as to what a Time Traveler's Wife TV show would look like. Yeah. Um. Because he just appears. He he time travels against his will. Yeah, right. Like a sneeze or something. Like Kilgore Trout <laughs> or whatever that Vonnegut character oh, right. was. He did the same thing. He was That's just right. it was spiraling his... out of time. Yeah, he couldn't. He would just pop up places and look insane. Be like, oh, man. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, all right. Well, that's another one. That's another one. It's a great story. Thank you so much, Scotty. Yeah, you got it. And just, you know, we should give a, a wholehearted thanks to all the bananimals that do pay for Stitcher Premium and listen to this. We keep growing. Bananas keeps growing. Hallelujah. Keep telling your friends. Keep recommend. Word of mouth is the best. And if we're coming near you, we'd love to see you at one of our live shows in the next few weeks. It's going to be great. Uh, come on out. But thanks, everybody, for listening, and thanks, for everybody, for spreading the bananas uh, doctrine, the bananas gospel to your friends. We love that. Banana. Bananas. This has been an Exactly Right production. Produced and engineered by Katie Levine. Theme music by Kahan. And all of our artwork is done by Travis Millard. You can follow us on Instagram at The Bananas Podcast, where we post stories every day and things that we don't cover on the podcast. Listen, subscribe, and please leave us a review on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcast. And if you're interested in advertising on Bananas, please email us at thebananaspodcast at gmail.com. That's thebananaspodcast at gmail.com.